When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome back to Drive with Peter Vlahos. It's all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre where you get the right tool from the start. 19 past five. Let's look at the West Coast Eagles. The Dockers playing the first game of round 19. The Eagles in the final game of round 19 here at Optus Stadium. Gets underway at uh, 2.40 our time after uh, what I think uh, Optus will be belted up a bit with two uh, football matches, that is soccer matches, being played tomorrow night and Saturday night. Having a look at the Eagles, uh, the Yo-Yo's back, uh, Josh Roth. Uh, Clark and West are in. No outs as yet. Uh, an extended list being uh, the final game of the round. That'll be uh, certainly put in stone by Saturday morning. The Saints, on the other hand, in comes Lynott, Ross, uh, Windhager, Clark, Connolly and Campbell. Out goes Paddy Ryder, who's going to probably miss the remainder of the season. Wanganin, Malera and Jones have both been omitted for the Saints. First thing I say about West Coast, there's a, there's a number of things we want to get to, Peter, but uh, Tim Kelly named... And I think he's probably a watch to wait mm. and see, even as late as Sunday with that thigh, a fairly heavy one. He was hobbling through the game as as uh, Rory Lobb hobbled through his game bravely. Uh, Kelly, different injury. Lobb's was a shoulder. Kelly, that thigh cork uh, probably comes up, but you'd need to see him do some more work and recover and, and be totally free of it to play on Sunday. So that's one to watch. The other one is... Adam Simpson goes public today in his media conference. So it's his weekly big media conference, uh, which is obligatory through AFL commitment. So this is AFL committed media conference today and says we're going to experiment. We're going to experiment over the next few weeks. It's round 19. Yeah, of 2022. Why weren't you experimenting through 219, 220, 221, especially late last year when you won two of your last nine? (laughs) So it seems strange that now suddenly to cover – I suppose, and put a bit of a Band-Aid across what is a gaping wound, which is a poor development program that we're going to experiment. He mentioned again Tom Barras. I'll be working with Tom Barras to go forward. That that won't work. He can't kick. He can't kick (laughs) other than when there's a a back pocket or a halfback flanker by themselves by 60 metres. He gets him most times. He can't kick for goal. That's that's a nonsense. However, this team here, Jamison's a doubtful starter for Sunday. Rotham gets recalled. As he should, the kids. Yeah. But he's been rucking in the in the WAFL. West Coast have also been talking over many weeks, even late last year, with the prospect of Jake Waterman playing a bit of a backup ruck role. So you don't have a ruck specialist as your backup to a Nick Nat Newey, or in this case, it's Bailey Williams. Well, it's similar to what Carlton have done with young Jack Silvani. Absolutely. Which is quite bizarre, really. Mind you, he does a pretty good job. Yeah, I agree. He's very good at it. He's a brave little bugger, is is Jack Silvani. And I reckon that might be a trend going forward, actually. Other clubs will look at it and think, maybe we can improvise with one of our players to work that way. Very good call, because they're more mobile. Mm. You you sort of concede you might lose the, uh, the actual ruck tap, but then you rely on your ground-level boys. Yeah. And if West Coast are back to their better ground-level uh, players in next season, uh, around the centre circle for a start, you could do the Jack Silvani. And, of course, remember, Grigg, Sean Grigg yeah. with Richmond, it's famous that they only went with the one mm. recognised Ruckman. And, and Grigg, even centre circle stuff against blokes you know, 30 centimetres bigger than him, 
and they won a premiership. So, so you're saying going back to the Eagles, they may be yeah. looking at Rotham and even Waterman to have those sort of roles. Rotham more likely because he's actually been doing it. And this is another part of what I'd like to see West Coast from now on, rest of this season, let's see some boys in the waffle actually experimenting with the prospect of other roles so they're going to be more flexible when they play in the seniors. Or if they're needed in the seniors because you have an illness, as in COVID early this year, and or a series of illnesses, and or injuries like they've had over last summer, just gone, and of course of this year. We've seen a repetition of injuries and illness, okay? And mm-hmm. you, you can't keep making excuses about those if you haven't prepared for it. And I don't think West Coast Eagles... Uh, development in 2019 post-premiership in 2020 and 2021 and over the summer of 2021 and 22 didn't see enough experimentation going on. It's good that they're finally talking about it but certainly one, Jake Waterman has a potential ruck backup and now with Rotham in this squad, he's only listed as interchange from, as you said Pete, they they can wait till Sunday really to finalise that but we'll see some names tomorrow. I reckon Rotham will be in the final group as a bench sitter and maybe maybe no Jamison so Witherden will hold his spot he, he was ranked as a highish performer for West Coast last Sunday, even though his opponent kicked six goals. So Rotham, West, I think, gets brought back because of the weather. Yeah. Now, Connor West is a little in and under beast, isn't he? And he's not yeah. frightened of it all. He hacks in and cracks in. So perhaps, and maybe Cully, but maybe not. Petrevsky seaton who was the uh, sub last week. So Witherden, Rotham, West... Cully and Petrevsky season, one of them perhaps with the with the sub vest for this Sunday. Rotham and Jake Waterman, keep an eye there for maybe the first step in experimentation of trying to get a bit of ruck mobility in preparation for what they might have to do next season. Yeah. There's no guarantee Nick, Nick Natanui comes back. Exactly. And right. let's go to Adam Simpson. News delivered the news uh, many, many weeks ago that he's contracted until 2025. And we've done a bit more homework, well, you have, in relation to why that has happened. And it's had to do during the COVID period with the soft cap that hit the football departments. Yeah. So Adam Simpson needed to take some degree of a, a pullback on his big money. Mm-hmm. On, on winning the 2018 Premiership, he would have jumped towards a million bucks. I mean, he'd be earning, he would have got a huge bonus. Would have got a bonus. I believe, I believe he's been buying businesses around town too. Anyway, we won't go there, but he's investing in real estate here, which well, means he might be here for a long, long time. And in business. And uh, <laughs> if, you're hung, if you're hungry, Jack, you might have an idea of where you go and get to, to get entertained. Boom, How, boom. Boom, boom, yeah. But just just on that, I, I, I have heard that the stress of 2025 has a lot to do with the soft cap, which was introduced uh, three seasons ago, three mm. years ago, four years ago. And West Coast had gone to uh, Adam Simpson with a contract extension. But to help get through this period of time with the reductions, his contract, his earnings has been extended out to the end of 225. So same money, but over an extra year. Okay, let's go to the Tempera Bedshed text line. Bedshed experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in stores or visit bedshed.com.au. Good on you, Robbo Brizzy. G'day, boys. Great show. Fremantle run out and line up as selected. They will lose. The big body midfielders of Richmond will test Fife out physically, big time, losing lob. Hurts them bad. I'm hearing it may be more than one week injury. They can't rely on Tabernacle to kick a winning score. Uh, we mentioned about Rory Lobb. Who knows? Mm. We may not even see him for the remainder of the season, depending on the extent of that shoulder injury. Well, especially given he's got he's got a deal with a new club for next year. Mm-hmm. Now, clearly, it's far different than this time last year. After round 19, Rory Lobb went in and had a, a shoulder procedure on his right shoulder. 
I don't know if you'd call it a reconstruction. I don't think it was as as, uh, as impacting as what Nathan Fife has had to have on his right shoulder, where he's had it two or three times. Mm. But certainly, Lob from round 19 last year didn't play because he thought he had a deal to go to GWS. Well, this year, there's no thinking about what deal is up. He's got a deal. Lob. He's got a deal with the Western Bulldogs for the next four years. So again, he might be thinking, well, I want to get this shoulder right before I, before I head there. I've got that, but... They're in finals contention. Well, more than that. They're going to play finals, Fremantle. So he just may get through the next few weeks of recovery, have it heavily strapped, go through the half, the quarter, half, three-quarter time jab in the shoulder, which is huge risk. Huge risk if you know you've got a four-year deal somewhere else. So mm. he's got some deci- decisions to be to be made, uh, Rory Lobb, along with the coaching staff and the medical staff and the management staff at Fremantle who feel as though they're in contention to win a premiership. Lose tomorrow night, and that could take a bit of a different slant because they're unlikely to make the top four Fremantle. They, they win tomorrow, tomorrow night, night, and where do you think they are if they win tomorrow night? Well, even then, they're still going to struggle because win tomorrow night holds their spot in the top four. Then they've got the Demons. Yeah, and then the Bulldogs. Now, the Bulldogs might be shot, but I think that Bulldogs can beat Melbourne on mm, Saturday night. At Marvel. But jeepers, I've got question mark all over my, nearly every match this weekend, yeah. Peter. I'm not certain. I'm just saying I think they could beat them, particularly the form they're in, the way they're running. And also their coach has been like with Brett Ratton this week, pretty stern in putting his players on notice. Not in the same demonstrative style that Brett Ratton has, has, has Luke Beveridge, but certainly been very, very vocal that th- well, we know where we're at. Okay. We know we have to keep winning. And, and they get Norton back. They've got Josh Bruce back, the Bulldogs. That gives him a bit more up front. And, of course, it is at Marvel uh, where, whereby they are very healthy with how they play. And Melbourne, not quite yeah, so much. No, Their cool. home call is the MCG. So let's get back to Frio. And all of a sudden, it could almost become a battle of coaches. Now, John Longmire completely obliterated Justin Longmuir last week. But John Longmire is one of the best in the business, okay, as far yeah. as tacticians are concerned yep. and the way he works his players because they've been up there so many years. So all of a sudden, this week... It's just a long mule against Damien Hardwick. Yeah. And, and Hardwick's had some flaws along the way. And then the following week, it is just a long mule against Simon Goodwin yeah. uh, as well. So all of a sudden, I just think the tactical nous of a coach becomes ever so more important now as we head towards his finals campaign. When you look at also in sport, and I think, this again, this happens at all levels, Peter. Um, when you have a series of, of fortune, it can run out. When you have a series of drops or you know, unhealthy uh, occurrences, as Richmond have, for gosh sake, mm. Richmond, I've got them for six, six horrible fadeaways during the course of this season, two of them in the last fortnight, three of them in the last four weeks, where they've fallen away. Now, last week it was, uh, was North Melbourne after Gold Coast the week before by, by just a matter of points. And it also meant, like, in round 15 – they dropped a 17-point buffer early into the last quarter. In round one, Richmond lost to Carlton after leading by 20 points in, into the last quarter. In round three, St Kilda was similar. They, they, they led by 33 points and lost. And in round 11, they, they've had so many fadeaways that Damien Hardwick would be absolutely livid and mm. would have pointed it out this week that we've got Fremantle, we've got them in Melbourne, we don't like Marvel, but we've got to beat this mob. It's time we turned around some of our recent fortunes. And last week, you can't expect they're going to kick 1-9 
from set shots inside the 25-metre range yep. we're again ta- this week. We're going to take a break, come back with a couple of the other issues as well, and also some of the other uh, ins and outs regarding all the other teams round 19, particularly those sides that are vying for a spot inside the eight or already inside the eight and jockeying for a higher position. Don't go away. This is a Drive with Peter Vlahos, all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.